A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. With a vibrant sheep industry, Wisconsin needs sheep shearers. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Joe Huber of Huber Sheep Shearing in Wisconsin Dells has more than a few years of experience to share all about what sheep shearing entails. So Huber Sheep Shearing started by my father, which dad is 80 years old, still shears a few sheep today. Dad's been shearing for 65 years. A 4-H agent by the name of Ivan Morrow took him to shearing school down in Madison and he started shearing my grandfather's sheep and from there the neighbors found out and as of today we shear throughout Wisconsin and I have a youngest son that lives in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, New Hall actually and he shears in Iowa so we shear between the two states. In Wisconsin the biggest flock we probably shear is about 450 to 500 head. A lot of the flocks are uh, pet flocks. Uh, the people have them, you know, for pets. So the smallest flock we stop to shear is one. The biggest flock, like I say, is 450 to 500. Uh, we shear a lot through the uh, southwest Wisconsin. The boys went to Platteville and picked up jobs down there. And there's days that I will have all three of my sons, daughter-in-laws, and myself on a shearing job. Is there a time of year that people need you know you to come out the most? I mean, is it the spring that, that people shear their sheep, or is it any time of year? It's any time of the year. Dad sheared year-round. Uh, myself and my sons have a full-time job. We do it on the side. The family shears, I'm going to guess, between ten and 12,000 sheep a year. Our busy time is starts in the fall. Uh, most of the sheep producers shear their sheep before they lamb. So in the winter months, uh, the barn facilities stay drier. The uh, lambs can find it utter so much easier. It just stays cleaner in the barn. You know, like last winter when it was so cold in Wisconsin here for 10 days in February, I have an old dairy barn and my waterworks never froze in the barn and we did not have a heater. They let off body heat. It does take more feed, but it's so much easier if the sheep are sheared before lambing. So our busy time starts in the fall and runs all the way through the spring into the summer. I would just soon be done before it's 80 degrees. So uh, we have most of them sheared of our customers, you know, by the middle of June. And that's surprising to me because you'd think you'd want to shear them before it gets hot, but I don't know. The first 80 degree day, the phone doesn't quit ringing. People say my sheep are hot. But you also don't think of the sheep shear that has to shear when it's 80 degrees. So most of them, like I say, most of them we shear are before lambing. Probably February, March, and April are our busiest months of trying to shear. And some people say that uh, you shear them, you know, when it's below freezing. But it's the convenience for the farmer and the you, the atmosphere in the barn so that's why we do it i always say sheep can take a lot of cold weather just like we can but they can't take being cold and wet cold and damp so i have uh, more of an issue of trying to shear sheep in april and may when people think they can be locked back outside freshly shorn and uh, i would think uh, you see more sheep would be lost in april may because of that than in january now not all sheep need shearing is that right Yes, there is some hair sheep out there that do not need shearing, that they will shed their wool. We shear the wool breeds, 
some people have crossed them, which is a no-no. Hair does not take dye. Uh, so when you cross them up and have half hair, half wool, they kind of still need to be sheared, otherwise they look rugged. But uh, the hair does not take dye and it is no good for a wool company. We uh, hand it for Mid-States Wool Growers out of Columbus, Ohio. When we take it home, get in a semi-load lot for the convenience of the farmer, we just handle it. We do not sell it. We handle it from Mid-States Wool Growers. Once we get a semi-load lot, it goes there and they grade each and every fleece and put it in five to 600 pound bales. So if you're not raising a sheep for wool, what are you raising it for? The meat, you know, the lambs. Uh, lamb price right now is probably the best it's ever been in history. Uh, I sold lambs here, uh, fat lambs that is, over 120, 25 pounds. And, uh, you know, the highest I've ever sold before was 225. This summer I sold lambs for 240 a pound. Uh, so it's the lamb uh, that is my, I raise sheep to home and I raise them for multiple birth and rate of gain. The wool is not, on the open market today, wool is not worth anything. I mean, very little. I shouldn't say anything. It's worth very little right now. Um, you know, the best fine wools are worth something yet, but most of the sheep in Wisconsin, I think producers raise them for the lambs. Why is wool down right now? Are people just not using it, or is it not being used in products like it used to be? Like, I asked people yesterday we're down here at the sheep and wool fest how many people have wool on today not a lot of people wear wool uh, some people do it's hard to keep you know it's hard to wash your garments that you have because it shrinks so easy so i think it's just because of people not wearing wool as much as they used to as a shearer do you encourage people to wear wool <laughs> I encourage them. Uh, like I say, a lot of people, you know, you get your hand spinners in Wisconsin, your ones that raise them for meat, uh, market lambs uh, for the fair. Uh, you know, there is the wool people out there that have the wool breeds yet, and their wool's worth a lot more than just a market uh, animal's wool's worth. You know, I compare it from a dairy cow to a beef cow. They both produce meat, but one does better than the other at it. And, uh, you know, here in Wisconsin, like I say, there are the wool people or the sheep breeders that uh, raise it for wool, but they still get something out of the lamb. So it is a plus that you can get something out of your wool. And like I say, we're in the Midwest and we're, we have humidity in Wisconsin. Our fleeces are not snow white like they are in the West. I mean, in the West, they raise for the wool and the lamb. But uh, here in Wisconsin, like I say, I think it's more the market animals, you know, the little pet flocks you know i'd say our average flock that we shear probably is only uh you know 20 25 head if you figure it out there's days that we can go shearing and uh we'll set up on three different farms in one day but uh you know with me having three sons that shear with me i can uh you know book a flock of 250 and go do it in one day Let's talk about the actual shearing now, because uh, you're uh, you're demonstrating how to, to shear sheep here at the Wisconsin Sheep and Wool Festival. I always think it looks a little more rough than it is. <laughs> so I help teach a shearing school down at the uh, UW Research Center, and uh, the first time I ever taught it, my mother asked me, how did it go? And I said, it's easier for me to do it than it is to teach it. We make it look easy, 
You can watch all the videos you want. And until you put the clippers in your hand and start shearing, it's actually scary for people. They're afraid of cutting them so easy. And they do cut easy, but it's the act of shearing sheep. My father, when I was a young kid, uh, I'd go with dad catching bag wool and pick up the uh, ways of shearing then. Dad taught me everything I know today that... Uh, in 1988, I was a national junior champion, so I'm pretty happy with that. I used to shear in the professional contest at State Fair and won that quite a few years down there. But it's the act. It's how you hold the sheep, uh, the equipment you use. It just, uh, until you do it, you don't know how hard it is. I mean, and once you learn how to do it the right way, it is fairly easy. Give me a quick run through of how you hold the sheep, the equipment that you use. Just give me a quick run through of what you're going to be showing people here today. So we, you know, like I say, it's the positions of how we hold the sheep. Our legs and feet is the act of uh, keeping the sheep balanced. They are not sedated at all. They, you know, people ask, you know, do you sedate them? No, we do not. It's the practice of how to hold the sheep between your legs uh, you know and if you watch us here our left hand I'm a right-handed shearer where I carry my clippers my left hand is just as important or more important than my right hand because we're always stretching the skin so we keep it tight uh, you want to keep it tight uh, you know there's pressure points on the sheep where you can push to straighten out their legs so they're straight you always want to I always say shear over a hill not in a valley and it's just the act of learning how to do it. So when we teach shearing school, people are afraid of uh, cutting the sheep so they don't ride the blade on the hide. And that's one important thing to do, keep it right down on the hide. And that's the cleanest part of the wool and where it's not gonna push as hard. Does the sheep mind it at all? Cause some people think, oh, you're, you're hurting the sheep. I mean, but is that kind of a myth? That's kind of a myth. I mean, we are about as gentle as we can be with the sheep. I mean, we never actually really pick them off the ground. We just roll them around and keep them, you know, off their balance so they feel comfortable. Uh, you know, if they are not comfortable, they will fight you. Uh, so for the most part, it's our legs that uh, keep them balanced. Again, that's Joe Huber of Huber Sheep Shearing in Wisconsin Dells with all things sheep shearing. Say that five times fast. You can watch videos of the sheep shearing demonstration at MidwestFarmReport.com. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.